Right, you are live with BBC News. Next, we're going to turn to the war in Ukraine. Specifically, we're going to head to Kyiv, the capital, because earlier today, reports of explosions, air raid sirens, people being told to get to shelters. We can show you some of these pictures, which is basically people rushing to try and take cover as the explosions uh, were heard. It's fairly unusual uh, for these uh, these conditions in daytime. Normally we see overnight raids and these are the pictures we can show you from overnight which is more common. Uh, this is last night military say 66 out of roughly 75 cruise missiles and drones were intercepted. It's now the 15th uh, night of air attacks on the capital this month. And just across the border from Ukraine in uh, the Belgorod region of Russia, which is right on the border there, the governor of that region said towns were being shelled by Ukrainian forces. Two industrial facilities were hit, four employees wounded, according to the governor there. Let's go back, though, to uh, Kyiv. Our diplomatic correspondent, James Landale, has been out in the capital and brought us up to date with what's been happening. What's unusual is that this airstrike happened this morning in daylight hours um, and also what was unusual is that it seemed to be targeted at the centre of town and not just the outskirts where air defences are based. I'm at one of the places where some debris fell from the sky, the remains of a missile. You can see it landed here, you can see some of the damage, it landed right in the middle of that road there narrowly missing we think some vehicles, left detritus everywhere, it was burning away and here's the thing, we're just a short few steps from a petrol station and so if that burning missile had landed just a few yards away, potentially the consequences could have been very different. As it is, we think so far there have only been reports of one person being injured because even though this uh, attack happened at, 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 in the daytime, you know, the risks are much greater because there are people out on the streets. As you saw, people, the children having to run for their shelters from their schools. You had the underground packed here with people who had been, been at work suddenly leaving. So an unusual move. We haven't seen this for some time here in Central Kyiv, And clearly an indication uh, of the Russians just t ratcheting up the pressure one notch further on the people here in this capital. And James, just give us an insight, because obviously you're there, onto how your movements, therefore, are calculated and monitored. Were you told, instructed not to go out earlier? And you are now. Give us a feel for what you and everyone else has to do. Well, look, I mean, when airstrikes take place, our first priority is to uh, make sure that uh, everybody's safe. So we, like everybody else, go to the shelters, take cover, you know, and make sure that the whole team are protected. But then obviously once the air raid is over, then there's the opportunity to go out and inspect and do some reporting. But there are very, very clear rules. This country is at war. It's under martial law. And that means there are very strict rules about what can be filmed, what can be broadcast. Nothing that the Ukrainian authorities think would help the Russians with their targeting can be broadcast. So we have to be very clear uh, about what is filmed, what is not, what, what is broadcast. In other words, you know, whenever we do any journalism in any country, we have to abide by the law of that particular land. And here, in a country that is at war, that means very tight controls on what can be shown. And actually, the biggest problem for the Ukrainian authorities is actually other Ukrainian citizens putting stuff up on social media because these days everybody's got a mobile phone, they can film everything coming in. And if you see a missile coming in, that potentially could 
give some intelligence that helps Russian targeters next time. Uh, thanks to James for giving us a real insight there into life in the capital, Kiev, right now.